you're a veteran or military spouse of a real estate startup or small business and feel like you're making it up as you go, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Transition, where we demystify the entrepreneur experience for veterans and military spouses who've already made or looking to make the transition from the military into entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the voice of the bunker. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of the Bunker Labs branding team. Today on The Transition, I talk about the dangers of focusing on scale when what you really should be focusing on is acquiring 10 customers. Understanding how to consistently get and keep 10 customers is the foundation of building a successful venture, especially for those of you that are in the early stages fighting to achieve liftoff or if you find yourself in a revenue lull. Before we jump into the show, do me a favor and make sure you subscribe to the Transition Newsletter at the link in the show notes. I've been shamming the last few weeks getting a newsletter out, but I will release one first thing tomorrow. And there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, shoot me an email at mike.stedman at bunkerlabs.org or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. This episode of The Transition is brought to you by MetLife Foundation and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. MetLife Foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. What is going on, Bunker? It's your boy, Iron Mike Stepman here. It's been a while since I've done a solo uh, episode. You know, um, the last few months have been pretty uh, challenging um, because I'm going to take off my armor and let y'all know I've been revising my book, Black Veteran Entrepreneur. And the cognitive load of that has been just so real on top of everything else between running Ironbound Media, Ironbound Boxing, and have a personal life. Doing solo podcasts is one of my favorite things to do, but it's also one of the most difficult things to do because there's no guest. It's just me sharing my thoughts and insights. I got to do a little bit more prep work for these. And the self-consciousness is there also about did I get it right? And so that's why I haven't done a solo episode in a while is mainly because of just getting through this revision phase um, of this book. And so I finally done. I can submit it for copy editing and uh, make that October uh, publishing date. And I want to thank you all for all y'all support and all y'all's patience, not only with the podcast, because you're the reason this podcast exists, but just all the love and support you sh- y'all shown my way because I've been going through this uh, book publishing process. And there's something about writing because it forces us to think about thinking and articulate our thoughts. And I'm really excited to get this out there to help other veteran entrepreneurs in our community, whether they're black or not. I just wanted to write towards a market I feel like wasn't represented as much in business uh, culture. And I wanted to write something, you know, for uh, for them. So I uh, hope you all appreciate it. And I hope you all are getting a lot of value out of the podcast over the last few months. Man, we've had some great episodes. There's so much learning that's taking place on this platform. If you're not going back and re-listening to certain episodes and taking notes, you are missing out. Like, this podcast is not something you just got to listen to one interview once and be done with it. I listen to interviews uh, multiple times because there's so much gems in there. And I actually need to go back and digest a lot of these interviews and put out some written content on them, uh, especially now that my I'm done with this uh, copy editing phase of the book. Now I can free up some cognitive load and uh, get back to writing other things. So uh, I want you all to hold me to that because there's just so many nuggets. One of the things I want to jump on here today and talk about is your first 10 customers. 
So I've already done an episode on how to navigate uh, your your first go-to-market journey. I did that with Asia Arangios from Demand Maven. I also did an episode on how to acquire your first 100 customers. And the reason I want to do this first 10 is because for me as a veteran entrepreneur, anytime I find myself, um, I don't want to say up against it, but whenever there's like a lull in revenue or donations, uh, sales, et cetera, one of the things I always go back to is the foundational 10. And all that really means are like 10 customers that you are passionate about serving, that have a need for what you're offering, and you feel like you can reach out and, and touch them, i.e. communicate with them, all right? Um, send them an email that they're open to, message them on social media and stuff, et cetera. And the reason this is so foundational is for a lot of us that come into the entrepreneurial ecosystem, depending which track you come, right, we're thrown this word scale in front of our faces. And, you know, this idea of that, like, oh, we need to build this scalable business. We need millions of customers, millions of dollars, blah, 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 right? But the challenge with that is sometimes when you're first starting out or you're in a lull, scale can distract you from doing what you need to do to drive value to customers and get some wins in the short term. Okay, so in my case, back in 2017, I entered the entrepreneurial ecosystem by way of Stanford Ignite for post-9-11 veterans. It was a four-week program at Stanford University that introduced me to really uh, how people teach entrepreneurship, how to do a pitch deck, how to do all this other stuff. And Stanford Business School's, you know, one of their, uh, I think their motto is change lives, change organizations, change the world. And at Stanford, it was all about scale, all about scale, all about scale. So I took that information and I ran with it and when I got back to Newark, everything I was doing was built around how do I scale ironbound boxing? How do I scale ironbound boxing? Right? We need to be nationwide. We need to do all this. We need to do all that. But at the time, I'm not even joking. I might have had like three thousand dollars, if that, in the bank account. I think we spent that. I don't even think I had three thousand dollars. It might have been like five hundred dollars. And I got introduced to Bunker Labs around this time also. And so I was also doing the pitch competitions. Right. I'm briefing on the slides about how we're going to scale across the country. Da, 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 da. And then I had like, you know, five to ten thousand dollars in the bank account. But that's it. Right. And all the hype and this around scaling, selling the vision. Da, da, da. But at the end of the day, one of the things that we don't focus on is like, yo, to get started, to get traction. Right. To put money in the bank account, you're going to have to do things that don't scale. OK. And Paul Graham talks about this in an article in one of his blogs um, about doing things that don't scale because he is one of the founders, the co-founders of Y Combinator. And he talks about how all these startups that they work with have these grand ambitions. But when you ask them about how you're going to get your first 10 customers, right, they're trying to apply strategies that don't necessarily work. And so, like, getting 10 customers, right, that's a lot more of a thoughtful reach out, especially in the early days. Right. Instead of trying to spam people on LinkedIn and just do this copy and paste text where some people will tell you that you should do or copy and paste email. I'm not recommending that. I'm talking about finding 10 customers. Right. Perfect customers that you feel like you can add value to that have a reason to already trust you, whether it's through some affiliations such as, you know, going to college together, serving in the same branch of service, et cetera, right? Like who would be open to your call, your email, your LinkedIn message, et cetera. 
and then getting the conversation going and figuring out how you can serve them by adding value. And you get 10 customers, you get some wins on the board, whether you're a nonprofit, that's 10 donations, your small business, that's 10 new clients to drive revenue. If you're a startup, that's 10 new users. And really what you do is you get those 10, you deliver the value that you promise, you learn through that process, and you go and get 10 more, and you go and get 10 more, and you go and get 10 more. And for me as an agency owner with Ironbound Media, I'm always resetting my team and saying, all right, let's just go get 10, right? Let's go get 10 customers, and we'll, we'll figure it out, right? And, yeah, some people might say, well, Mike, that's not – that's limiting your potential, right? You need to be going after these big market opportunities and stuff. But I'm telling y'all, right, like when you sit down at your computer at a co-working space, right, or at home and you're bootstrapped entrepreneur, you don't have any venture capital, angel investment, or et cetera, right, it can be overwhelming saying, okay, what should I be focused on? And what the thing I like about focusing on 10 customers is you can rally your team behind that. And if you're one of one, it's easy. You're like, okay, what is my goal this week? I need to do 10 targeted reach outs, right? Forget posting on social media. Forget doing all this other stuff. I'm going to send 10 thoughtful emails, thoughtful messages to 10 potential perfect customers. And so what I want to do right now is I want to read you this blog by Seth Godin. And he wrote this back in like 2009, all right? And it's super powerful, I'm going to read through it. I want to digest it with you all. So he says this, first 10, this in two words is the secret of the new marketing. Find 10 people, 10 people who you trust, respect you, need you, listen to you. Those 10 people need what you have to sell or want it. And if they love it, you win. And if they love it, they'll each find you 10 more people or 100 or 1,000 or perhaps just three. Repeat. If they don't love it, you need a new product, start over. Your idea spreads. Your business grows. Not as fast as you want, but faster than you could ever imagine. This approach changes the posture and timing of everything you do. You can no longer market to the anonymous masses. They're not anonymous, and they're not masses. You can only market to people who are willing participants, like this group of 10. The timing means that the idea of a launch and press release and the big unveiling is nuts. Instead, plan on the gradual build that turns into a tidal wave. Organize for it and spend money appropriately. The fact is, the curve of money spent, big hump, then it tails off, is precisely backwards to what you actually need. Three years from now, this advice will be so common as to be boring. Today, it's almost certainly the opposite of what you're doing. So, again, Seth hints at what we've been talking about. I don't say he hints at it. He plasters it front and center, which is like just go out and get 10 customers. There is so much hype out there, right? And we're all guilty of it. We compare ourselves. Why are we not to where they are? Um, we're not doing enough, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I like to think of business as really just truly serving people, you know, and delivering real value and getting compensated for that value. So you create value for others, and then you capture that value by what you charge. And that's how you're able um, to grow revenue, all right? So how do we apply this, right? So, okay, I hear you, Mike. Seth says I need to get 10. What do I do, okay? The first thing I want you to do is I want you to pull out a Google Sheet, a Notion Doc, whatever it is you use to keep track of potential 
customer. Some people call it a CRM, but for a lot of early stage founders, that can even be overwhelming because you had a CRM and no customers. That's not what I want. You can take out scratch paper for all I care. And I want you to list out 10, let's go bigger than 10. Let's go 20 potential perfect customers, right? And remember, the questions we need to ask ourselves are, number one, do they have a problem our company is uniquely positioned to solve, okay? Number two, can they afford us at the price point that we're charging, all right? And number three, do I enjoy potentially working with them? Do they fill me up? Because when clients or customers fill you up, you're going to be more inclined to serve them better, right? Because it's not going to feel like you're forced to do it. It's going to feel like um, it's not going to feel like a chore. It's going to energize you, okay? You're going to create this list. And all I want you to do is list out a name of, list out the names, their emails, et cetera, of 20 people, right? Think through your affiliations, right? At school, in the military, maybe somebody you met at a Bunker Labs event, right? Because veterans love helping other veterans. Don't spam them, but just kind of think about that, right? And start jotting that list down. Okay, cool. Boom. Now you've got 20 people, okay? Now what I want you to do is, of those 20 names, I want you to send out a thoughtful, personal response for each, okay? So don't just create some giant blob of text and throw it on a Google Doc and then just copy and paste it. No, I want you to say, you know, in my case, right, if there's somebody I've associated myself with or ran into an event, I'll be like, hey, what's going on, man? Uh, Love, congrats on all the success lately. You know, I saw um, what you guys did at that event up in uh, New York City a few months ago, man. That was really cool. Um, Really proud to see all the progress and stuff you've made. And I just want to let you know, you know, one of the things we're offering now at my company, Ironbound Media, is X, Y, and Z. Not sure if you're interested, but if you think we could be a value, we love an opportunity to connect and take you through, you know, our new product, which we're calling the brand probe. And that's our initial engagement, yada, yada, yada. But I want you to send those kind of thoughtful emails, right? And again, like, get a conversation going. That's really what you're trying to do. You're just trying to get a conversation going. You're not necessarily even trying to sell them through the email or the phone call. You're just trying to get that next um that next phase right to where you can actually uh i call it the customer activation cycle right to where they're they're open to speaking with you and learn a little bit more about you do and that's what you're going to do right you're going to send 10 right you're going to send 10 emails right then if you don't get 10 responses or whatever you're going to send 10 more okay and you're going to send 10 more and you're just going to keep repeating this process because for a lot of you in the early stage what i'm telling you now trumps random posting on social media making tiktok videos all that other stuff because see now what we're doing is we are building systems in our business and see focusing on 10 conducting this thoughtful outreach and if you do it every uh, week you will start to build a pipeline of clients a pipeline of customers and that's for you cpg brands too right a lot of times you know we just want to go out to the marketplace set up our pop-up or whatever Or we create something in our home, we throw up our little social media page, and nothing happens, right? Well, rather than just, you know, um, being defeated, right, I want you to reach out directly to people on your social media channels, right? Just fill it up. Go, go, go. And what's cool about this process is these 10 customers, you're observing, you're learning, you're figuring out what got them over the line, what made them purchase products or services from you. 
And then now you can update your messaging to go get 10 more. And see, now you create this network effect because they're going to refer other people um, to you, right? It's a powerful idea, but it takes discipline. And I'll be honest with y'all. I struggle with this aspect of my business. I struggle with this intentional uh, reach out week over week, right? Because for a lot of agencies like mine, people say, how do you get clients? And we say, oh, it's all referrals, right? And that's great and dandy. But as you start to scale up, okay, and you start to bring on new team members and you're responsible for their livelihood, they're looking at you to put food on the table for them. You need more consistent revenue than just referrals, Okay, so it behooves me as a leader now, you know, to make sure I'm generating a consistent stream of income to keep healthy cash in the business so I can compensate my team appropriately. Okay, but you can't do that if you just have this sporadic kind of revenue generation. Nothing happens in uh, magically. Right. It's not just like, oh, one day you wake up and you have all these clients. No, you got to kick up a little dirt, honestly. You've got to build some marketing momentum, and that's really what this first 10 is about. It's about uh, building momentum. And I want you to keep this system, this intentional 10, right? I want you to keep this in your repertoire, right? So every time you're frustrated, right, you're like, man, our revenue number is low, or um, even if you're out there raising capital, it's not going good, just reset. Go back to 10. Boom, knock off 10 off the list and just keep chugging along, keep chugging along. And before you know it, you're going to reach out to 100 people. And I guarantee if you go through an intentional thought process behind who your perfect customer is, why you're uniquely positioned to serve them, they can afford you and you enjoy working with them. And you've done the work, right? Because at the end of the day, they need to have a reason to trust you, right? That's an also important. Why are they going to trust you? That's why I'm big on these affiliations and these associations. But if you've done the work, right, and you reach out to 10 of these people, or a hundred of these people, you will have paying customers, right? This is the anti-hype podcast, right? I ain't going to tell you anything on here that's a vanity metric that's going to make you feel good. I want to empower you with the knowledge, tools, and resources to succeed. Because at the end of the day, all of us are not raising a bunch of money, right? And even those that are raising money, right, it ain't all sunshine and rainbows on the other side of it. So we need to make sure that we're doing the work to build these successful businesses because our livelihood counts on it, right? And also the community counts on it because the more successful businesses we're able to build, the more we're able to show other veteran entrepreneurs and military spouses what's possible. When they see us succeeding, it gives them the courage to take the entrepreneurial leap themselves. So I hope you guys appreciate this episode. Again, this is not just about listening and feeling good. You know, I know some of y'all listen to this on the way to work, or on your little commutes, walking around town and stuff, et cetera. But you have failed this podcast episode if you do not implement what I'm talking about. So I expect you to have a Google Doc with a list of 20 names, and I expect you to start reaching out to them. And feel free to reach out to me. Like, if you feel like you're having issues or trouble, you know, just shoot me your, um, your document or whatever on uh, LinkedIn or Instagram or heck, even um uh, what, what are we using now? Bunker Online? I probably gave y'all too many different places to find me. Because <laughs> I need some boundaries, y'all. I can't be pinging me from everywhere. But no, in all seriousness, I will, um, if you're having trouble, just reach out to me and I'll give it a quick glance. And what I could potentially do too is try to make a document 
um, for us in Bunker Online and then share that with you all to reach out. So I will commit to doing that, if not by the time this episode comes out, within the week. Because um, I, I like to get in and Bunker Online and engage people. So I'm excited to be doing some more solo episodes. If there's topics you want me to cover, um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I got a hit list of things I need to go over on this podcast. You know, one is systems, right? What does it look like to build systems in your business um, from the ground up? The other thing, too, is uh, I want to read that article about doing things that don't scale and also, you know, what that looks like. Because, again, conventional wisdom is like, oh, we just create this robust marketing plan. You know, we set KPIs. We do all this other stuff. But on the other end, it's like, yo, maybe you just need to go drive to people's houses, you know, and drop stuff off and, um, you know, go to events um, in other towns and start to connect with people, et cetera, right? Like, it's good to have this stuff on paper, but at the same time, it's like you got to be very proactive in this entrepreneurial game because, remember, business is a contact sport. So hope you guys are getting value out of the show. Uh, do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for the Transition Podcast. I'm supposed to send out a newsletter uh, each week, but, you know, again, going back to that cognitive load, writing has been painful. Even emails um, has been painful. So I apologize with hesitation with the delay inconsistency on that but please sign up to that newsletter um, and get our updates for the transition uh, podcast and if there's topics you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter shoot me an email at mike.stebman at bunkerlabs.org reach out to me directly on linkedin at iron mike stedman until next time everyone peace love and have a great rest of your week